What is up? Welcome back to episode four of Offstage. I'm Logan. I'm Chase. And we're super stoked to be back with you guys today. We think this is going to be a pretty good show, and we're excited that you guys are still listening. We have some really loyal fans out there. Chantel doesn't think that we appreciate her enough, so I'm going to shout her out in this intro. Thank you. Shout out everyone who listens, not just Chantel. Yeah, but she's the one that whines about it. Okay, so. yeah. <laughs> Let's give Chantel a shout out again. Um, but I just want to point out that this isn't a good week. For Chase, because he's a drama queen. No, this is a big deal to me, okay? I was supposed to see Childish Gambino and Vince Staples in San Jose tomorrow. So I'm not even supposed to be here right now. But he is. And but he's going to tell you why. So Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, whichever, however you want to order that, he broke his foot dancing at his, I think it was his Austin show, some show. He hurt himself. And he canceled two of his shows, postponed the rest of them, but I, he didn't say which ones were postponed except, like, certain specific ones. And then, like, three days before I was supposed to leave to San Jose, I get a whole list of all the shows that are being postponed. And my show, the just, hmm, what day is it? I don't know. October 2nd date. The first one with Vince Staples, the love of my life, Vince Staples is, um, was supposed to be tomorrow. And now it is pushed back to December 12th. That's like the last day of the semester, right? Truly the end of the world. It is the end of the world. This was supposed, this was going to be a good week for me. I was going to get a relax and go on vacation. But now I'm stuck. And then I told him he could still go on vacation because he still had the plane ticket, but he chose to mope around in Idaho instead. I did a little getaway, a little weekend getaway, but it wasn't much. Um, I know because he ignored my texts. I did. I just really wanted to see Vince Staples, and I am upset about it, and I think that's justified. Yeah, I mean, like, sure. I mean, you still get to go see them, I don't. Right? I don't. I You're don't. not going it's the for last, the date? It's the, no, I can't really afford to go get new plane tickets after mine can't be refunded. Oh, no. And I got them on a really good sale. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not going to get to go see them at all. Okay, that's a little bit worse. I thought you were still going to no, go to the postponed no, show. Okay, I now can't. I feel for it's Chase. It's December 12th. It's the last week of the semester. I, I just can't go. Okay, well, that makes me feel like a little worse than Chase. Yeah. So My Bad Week is a new segment of our show, Trademarked. Um, and it's pretty much always going to be me. It's always going to be Chase's I bad like week. I like to complain, guys. So do I, a but bad week. I feel like I have less to complain about right now. Yeah. Yeah. I hope that Donald Glover is doing better, and I hope Vince Staples is... I'm sure he's fine. He's, he, like he's, he doesn't really care. We're acting like he's dead. Like he broke no, his I'm, foot. <laughs> I'm angry at him because, you know, 2 Chains did his whole concert that one time in a wheelchair. Uh, Dave Grohl did it with a broken leg. And why can't he? Well, yeah, I mean, like. I would pay extra to see him in a wheelchair. I feel like that would be the best concert ever. I honestly feel as though, like, he didn't need to, like, postpone a ton of shows for a why? broken es- foot. I especially feel like it's for little... as long as he did, like, two and a half months for I shows. Feel, oh, my God. Yeah. I feel like that's really dramatic. I mean, I get it because this is supposedly his final tour or whatever, and he wants to give his best performance for his fans. But guess what? I'm not getting a performance at all, so there Sorry, you go. Donald Glover, but we I think you're being you. a little dramatic about this. I still love you. Uh, I think you're cool. I like Atlanta. Yeah. 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 
All right. Um, so uh, speaking of performances gone wrong, let's chat about the Kanye and Lil Pump I Love It performance on Saturday Night Live this weekend. It was so bad. Okay. I You're watched... such a freaky girl. I love it. No, please don't. Like, seriously, why did they? I thought he was just going to perform all new songs. Like, he did one new one, I think. And then he, at the very end, he did, like, a surprise performance. That stupid I Love It song is topping the charts, though. He would have been dumb not to perform it. Let's talk about how it's, like, the stupidest, catchiest song ever. It's so bad. First, and then can we just talk about the fact that Lil Pump, like, dropped fuck on live television twice when you are definitely not supposed to say that on live Um, TV. But Lil Pump is a really awkward live performer anyway. Like, I get that he's 17. He's probably not. Oh, my God. He's only 17. He's either 17. He might have turned 18. I definitely did not know he was that young. Yeah, he's 17. He's not really. I feel like he's not accustomed to performing, especially on a SNL stage. That's a big deal. You know, Kanye's done it a few times now. Well, and I feel like the like in general, like everything about the performance was garbage. Yeah. The song is far too raunchy to be censored that much in order to be on SNL. Like yeah. they had to have known that wasn't going to go well. The first lines of the like the song are you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Like how were you going to censor that in a way that it would still sound good on live TV? The answer is that they weren't. Okay, actually, they weren't even supposed to be on it. It was supposed to be Ariana Grande. She released a whole statement talking about why she wasn't doing it. Which I think is justified. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't have done it if I were her. No, I'm so glad. In fact, I'm just going to say really quick, I am so, so glad that regardless of how many obligations she had, that she is taking the time to heal with, like, her fiancé and, like, taking the time to, like, breathe and not ne- not be in the spotlight. Like, I commend her for being strong enough to know when she needs to have time to herself. Yeah, good for her, but... We got sucked seeing Kanye and Lil Pump. <laughs> it was so bad. If you haven't seen it, I'm gonna link the video in a tweet no, so that you guys. No, don't promote that. I'm not gonna promote. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say, uh, here's the video I'm referencing, and you guys are gonna see it, and you will get maybe through the first thirty seconds before like your throat starts closing and no, your ears start bleeding. You're gonna <laughs> see the thumbnail of Kanye in his MAGA hat and his Colin Kaepernick sweatshirt. Paired together, I don't know if he wore the sweatshirt on the show, but he did at a fader appearance. In the actual video, or in the actual, yeah, in the video, like in the performance, they're wearing bottle costumes. Like they're dressed as bottles. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty, it was weird. It was like uncomfortable to watch. Like it was like unsettling. Like Like, I felt like I shouldn't have been watching it. I was laughing the whole time. And so were Kanye and Lil Pump. Like they were. They were laughing. They're having a great time, and it's maybe because they were stoned, but it didn't really matter. I feel like Lil Pump definitely was. Kanye is—who knows what's going on with him anymore. Something's going on with him. In fact, so much is going on with him that he thinks that we should abolish the 13th Amendment. I don't. For those of you who don't know what the 13th Amendment is, um, it's the one that uh, abolished slavery in the United States— And Kanye just wants to get rid of it (laughs) because he thinks, quote, slavery was a choice. Yeah, he posted all this stuff on Instagram. Yeah. And a lot of people responded. The biggest one so far is Lana Del Rey. She put this long spiel about, you know, all these things. But she really because he in his original post, he talked about abolishing the 13th Amendment. He talked about how Trump is doing a good job bringing jobs back to America and all this stuff. 
and it's just not those things aren't true and she didn't really address any of the thing any of his statements in her comment and i think if she would have it would have been even more of a kill shot. Oh, I totally agree. I don't really like Lana Del Rey. Her, I don't like, like her music too much, but she her, seems fine. Her voice makes my brain ache. But I think that, like, as a person, she's fine. And I think that I'm glad that somebody that's, like, of a high profile, oh, yeah. you know, in music is saying it. something to him. Because I feel like everybody's just like, oh, that's just Kanye being Kanye. That's the problem. No, when, it's Kanye being Kim Kardashian's husband. He's just doing all of this for the spotlight and it's disgusting and he literally like only shit posts like this when he's about to drop an album so he's probably going to drop some bad mixtape and his, like let's just talk about how this is supposed to be yeezus too yeezus was it's like a hugely critically acclaimed album but this is going to be trash it's still not done it's getting done last second just like all the albums he dropped earlier this year because so, yeah, they just guys. haven't been good. Like, I don't know why. He's only doing this for, like, the spotlight. He changed his name to EA. Yeah, and I saw a tweet. It said, I'm glad Kanye West is separating himself from what he was to what he's become. That was, like, the biggest. I actually like truth. that, too. Yeah. Um, except I didn't. Re- I've never really loved Kanye West. I'm just, like, not a Kanye fan. I don't like his music. Um, but... This is like a whole new level of like what the hell is going on with Kanye um, yeah. or Ye. Sorry, I don't even know what to call don't him. Even call him. I'm just gonna. We're just gonna move on because yeah. it just makes me upset. Um, but speaking of money, I saved a lot this week. You did. How'd you save money? So I went grocery shopping, and like normally I go to Trader Joe's, which isn't super expensive. I remember a few weeks ago you were someone mentioned Trader Joe's in the office, and you were like, Trader Joe's is like. The bougiest, uh, most unnecessary place ever. And, and that's I think exactly you... when I realized that I had to shop there. Yeah. <laughs> because I am both bougie and unnecessary. Um, I think you were just thinking it was like Whole Foods. I thought it was really similar. And then I went in to like shop and I was like, oh, wow, this is actually cheap. And they have like really good organic food. Yeah. It's like really good for me. Um, But, but this the... new place. But this new place. So Trader Joe's is like. It's rel- It's cheap compared to Whole Foods, but it's still expensive on a college student budget for oh, yeah. everything you need. Um, and so I mostly eat non-perishable foods. Like aside from like almond milk, like I don't eat eggs. Um, I sometimes buy cheese. I am like a very non-perishable food person. Um, a lot of canned goods. And so Kraft I was mac and cheese. Craft. <laughs> no, I actually make Velveeta mac and cheese. Oh, bougie. Bougie. Um, I was online and I was on my Instagram and this ad came up for this place called Brandless. Um, And Brandless is an online grocery store where everything is $3. It's all fair trade. It's all organic and it's all natural. So it's the same like MO as... Trader Joe's has, but for cheaper prices across the board. And a lot of the items are two for $3 as well. And like every single thing that you buy is organic. It's healthy. And when you're putting it in your body, you don't feel like you're doing your body wrong, which is awesome. Do they have Red Bull or an energy drink alternative or something? No, not yet. (sighs) Because everything that they send has to be non-perishable, so they don't send anything. Yeah, because um, it comes in the mail within like three to five days. Um, But it's really awesome. I spent $56 on groceries, and I have my entire pantry stocked for the next month. 
um, which is $30 cheaper than I would have spent going to Trader Joe's or Winco. So if you guys are on a college student budget, you want some non-perishable food, snack food, canned food, whatever it is, check out Brandless. It's brandless.com. It's really awesome. I am obsessed and it will probably be like the only place I go for my non-perishables from now on. So that's a really cool discovery. I know a lot of college students are going to be all over that. I am literally like constantly broke. Um, If you guys sign up for their email list, when you open the website, you get a coupon code. So you save $5 on your first purchase. Um, And if you spend over $35, you get free shipping to your door. So, And what are you going to do with these groceries? Eat them. But like, how are you going to use them? Oh, so my very exciting discovery this weekend was that my boyfriend bought me Chrissy Teigen's new cookbook, Cravings Hungry for More. And you guys haven't heard me talk about Chrissy Teigen yet. So buckle your seatbelts because I love Chrissy Teigen. Love her. Not only is she the queen of Twitter, is she a badass? Does she have the two cutest kids I've ever seen? John Legend is lucky to be married to her. She's lucky to be married to him. Okay, whatever. We're not listening to Chase right now. It's me. Um, And I am so excited because she just released the Cravings Collection, the Chrissy Target Cravings Collection. And I am so excited because for Christmas, I want like this $140 pots and pans and utensils set. And it's all like this really nice olive green color. And it's all designed by Chrissy Teigen. And all of it is based on stuff that you'd be making with this cookbook that I just got. And there's some really amazing recipes in it. Um, There's some really awesome college student recipes in it, too, like stuff that takes 25 minutes to cook and prepare. Um, which is awesome. Okay, which that is pretty cool. It's really cool. Like it's literally meant for people who don't have a lot of time to cook. Mm. Um, which is super awesome. There's also a lot of gourmet recipes in it. I'm like really excited about it, which is weird because I used to hate cooking. Um, but I love Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen, please marry me. I will be tagging you. I will tag you guys. Or I will uh, post the cover of this cookbook because it has Chrissy Teigen's glowing face on it, and you all deserve to see it. So, I just want to mention again that I have Chrissy Teigen muted on Twitter because I'm I get a little bit tired of it. I'm in love with her. That's all. Yeah. If you're listening to this, Chrissy, please send me your entire cravings collection. Okay, we're gonna move on now. <laughs> Enough food stuff. So <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. So uh, oh my god, me too. So tomorrow's Tuesday, and tomorrow's that Tuesday means it's cheap movie Tuesday. Movies are five dollars at our theaters, and, and so that, so we want to go see a movie. We're gonna go see a movie. Chase and I like don't um, ever hang out outside of work, so this is like new territory for our friendship. Have we uh, signed a friendship contract? I don't think I've signed it. Okay. I, I've looked over it. Um, we're in the yeah, middle we're, of we're drafting. We're and co-hosts. Yeah, we're like in the middle of drafting Maybe the friendship contract. Maybe this will cement us in. We'll work on it. Anyways, we have four movies, and we don't know which one to see. We're going to tell you which ones that we want to see the most, um, but we're going to make a poll on Twitter, and we need you guys to get on there and vote so that we know what movie to see tomorrow when we have like a break between classes and when I go 
over to the Fall Out Boy concert tomorrow and Machine Gun Kelly, which I don't really care about. But I care about Fall Out Boy because I never left my 12-year-old punk phase. Um, I haven't listened to them in like 10 years. That's okay. It doesn't need to be 2008 to be in love. Um, So So these movies that we... Here's the list. The first one is A Simple Favor. Which I want to see super bad. I'm indifferent. Uh, It has Blake Lively, Anna Kendrick, and Henry Golding in it. Who's in Crazy Rich Asians. He is. Um, And Blake Lively's married to Ryan Reynolds. That's enough. uh, I feel like that's one of those plant relationships where it's not actually real. It's just all a marketing scam. I totally don't think so. That's how I feel about that. I totally don't think I so. I just think they're so good at it that it doesn't. I think that like they it. have such beautiful children. Yeah. That um, I think it can't. I don't know. I, I don't know. But another one is Hellfest, which looks bad, but it's. But like we're down for some cheesy horror. It's October. It's Halloween season, I guess, and cheesy horror is in and. I need you to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score that they got. On Hellfest? Yeah. 27%. Oh, not that bad. It was 41. Okay. I just always assume that movies like that get, like, really low scores. Yeah. I would read off the cast, but no. One of of them is in Rise, which was a really good show. It shouldn't have gotten canceled after one season. Hashtag save Rise. But no one will know anyone else in this, so I'm just going to skip over it. Okay. And then finally, we have a house with the clock in its walls. Um, it has Jack Black in it, which I'm always down. I'm always down for a little Jack Black. He's I love kinda, Jack. He's Black. pretty funny. Yeah, that man can do no wrong. Like I've never heard of him being any sort of controversial. No. Controversial. He hasn't been right. Like, no, and I mean, he was in Nacho Libre, and that was one of those things where he played a Mexican guy. But I don't really think they did it maliciously at all. I forgot about that movie. That's such a good movie. I think that that movie's garbage. I think but it is kind of, but. I feel like everyone gives it a pass because it's very, I don't know, aware of itself. I guess so. Um, and then finally, we have Night School. Night School, it has Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart. And I do love Tiffany Haddish. I love Tiffany Haddish. She and Kevin Hart did like a show on Hot Wings. It was like answer this question or eat this hot wing with the hottest sauce on our show. And Kevin Hart was a bitch. Like always, he wouldn't answer the questions and he had to eat two hot wings and he struggled. He was screaming. He was very animated, even more animated than he already is. And Tiffany Haddish did it. No reaction at all. <laughs> I love she Kevin is Hart. a boss. Like, I think so, too. I love Tiffany Haddish. I actually just saw Kevin Hart when he came to the Idaho Center a couple months ago for his irresponsible oh, tour. Yeah. It was so funny. I'm. I like Kevin Hart, but there's a lot of things I don't like about him, too. I think he's very annoying, and but he's funny. Like, he's undeniably funny. This was his best stand-up I've ever seen at the Irresponsible Tour. I feel like stand-up is just so much different live. Like it was, it's so I think exciting so too. being there. It was just like a really exciting experience, and like you can like and just being able to like physically watch like in the same room yeah. how he reacts to his own jokes. He laughs at a lot of his own jokes, yeah. which is interesting. But it was really cool. Um, but yeah, so vote on one of those four movies for us to watch, and then whichever one you guys vote on, Chase and I will go see tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna put a poll on Twitter, unless Logan already just did. I have. Oh, I can do that right now, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, But we're going to move on to, that was what to watch. Now we're going to move on to what to listen to. And I don't know if you guys are not on Twitter, but if you are, 
then you know that the Carter 5 came out and it's been a long time in the works. And Lil Wayne has had everyone on their toes. It was supposed to release the week before it did. What are you doing right now? I am listening to you talk about Carter 5. Okay, Logan's on YouTube right now. but yeah. I did not listen so to Carter 5. Carter 5 is a 23-track-long 23 23 album. It's an hour and a half, and when I looked at that, I was instantly exhausted. And then I pressed play on it, and all that disappeared, and I was pumped for all of it. And right now on Twitter, like I just saw this this morning, it's trending. It's called... Um, I'm really confused as to what you're doing right now. <laughs> I'm just is... looking up a pronunciation of something. Keep talking about Carter okay. 5. I can't. It's just so distracting. Um, but yeah, there's a challenge. You know, like there was the Shiggy challenge with Drake's song. And now there's the uproar challenge that's just blowing up. It's a bunch of, like, my favorite one I've seen so far is a little kid dancing on the streets of what looks like New York. It could be anywhere. And he, like, grabs a guy's hat as he's walking past and then puts it on and just starts dancing with it. You can tell it's staged, but it's adorable. And so, yeah, it's a great hour-and-a-half-long album, and if you sit and listen to it all, you won't be disappointed unless you're Logan and you don't like that kind of music. Not really my thing, but, like, that doesn't mean that it's, like, bad. I also— It's I'm good. Not, I'm not I was one surprised. Of those, I'm not one of those people, and I feel like this is, like, something that people have a lot of flaws with, is that— like, if I don't like music, I'm not just like, oh, it's shit because I don't like it. It just means it's not my thing. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are like, I don't like it. It's bad. And that's not the case. I feel like that's not even true half the time. Like, when people say, I don't like it, it's bad, they're just saying that to change the subject or to get Exactly. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk about this, so let's call it trash. Exactly. It's awesome. But, um, yeah, the Carter Five is great. Lil Wayne, you're doing amazing. That 37-year-old man is killing it. You're do oh my god, he's 37? Yeah. He's, I guess that okay, makes sense. Okay, he's been rapping since 96 though. I was about to say I think I forget that like Lil Wayne's he's been young. around he's as long as he has been. Yeah, though. he's 55 um, stunting like he's 58. Okay. That's what he said. Uh-huh. Yeah, th line. thanks for that, <laughs> Chase. Um next, uh I'm know I'm a little late to the George Ezra party. I've been listening to it off and on for a while, but I'm really into staying at Tamra's this week, which is George Ezra's newest album. Uh you I guys, loved his first album. Yeah, his first album was really great. You his guys probably know him. Budapest. Budapest. Yep. Yeah, that's a good one. Um I'm not gonna sing it, look it up. Uh <laughs> Staying at Tamra's is a really good album. There's a couple really amazing songs uh hold my girl is really good um shotgun is the single that's become really popular like in america because he's not from here um where's he from i think he is from britain but no don't idea. quote me so sorry george ezra i don't know where you're from but it doesn't matter because you're flawless he did like a u.s tour and i really wanted to go but the closest place that he came was like seattle or something um if you were a real fan you would have gone yeah clearly. i also feel like he's really young how old is he if you want to make that argument if you were a real fan you'd find a way to go see childish gambino and vince staples on december 12th but um, don't at me my funds don't permit don't at me okay. george ezra is 20 25. Yeah, okay. he's 25. He's pretty young. Um, he has like this really deep, almost like Sinatra-esque voice, though, which I'm like. And then when you see him, you're like, 
That shouldn't be coming You're like, from what? You. He's like this tall, lanky, blonde guy who like has this really nasally speaking voice and, and he's really adorable. Goofy smile. He's so cute. Yeah. I love him. And staying at Tamara's is an incredible album, so yes. So you're going to Fallout Boy tomorrow, but there's another concert you're going to that you weren't gonna go to. I wasn't gonna and go to you were to. so upset about. I am. Okay, so I've been talking to Chase for a while about how badly I wanted to go see Andy Grammer when he comes on November. Second, I think um, I've been a big fan of Andy Grammer for a long time, probably because every single one of his songs is just so upbeat. Like he just has a very feel good vibe to his music. Yeah, he has that one song where it's like, I don't know, it's weird and I don't like it, but the Keep rest head of his up. music is fine. No. Okay, um, I'm not going to try and guess. Um, yeah. But he's really good. He has a great voice. He has a great stage personality. And I wasn't going to get to go um, just because, like, it moved to the Egyptian theater. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to spend the money on tickets. And then my boyfriend's mother, shout out to Sydney, your, or si- Cindy. I just called wow. you Sydney. <laughs> oh, wow. Shout Thanks out to. <laughs> Shout out to Cindy. I am so sorry, Cindy. But thank you so much for the tickets that you so graciously surprised me with after I was sad about not going you a star. Um, this is just what to listen to all of Andy Grammer's music. Like I don't I don't have like a specific song. His newest album that he's touring for, The Good Times, is pretty good. Oh, the song that I was thinking of, I think it's called Stay True or something like that. Oh yeah. I don't love that song. It's, it's not really as weird. upbeat as the rest of his music. It's, it's upbeat, weird. Upbeat, but the lyrics are weird. Yeah, it is strange. Um, but yeah, the good times is good. Listen to it. And finally, um, I have this guy on Twitter uh, who I discovered because he followed me probably because of like the keywords in my bio, like culture and entertainment and stuff. Um, And his name is Matt Yaffe. And he actually just did a re-release of this really awesome album called California's Burning. And it's very rock and roll, like very 80s, 90s vibe rock and roll like very um against the grain of like what's nor like the norm in popular culture right now it's a really badass album he has a great voice the lyrics are great i recommend uh hellhounds of alcatraz if you're going to listen to one of the songs specifically but i'm also really in love with uh love is just a drug so listen to it yeah, california's burning this is something i really like to see because rock music is kind of it's, it's dying. It's falling through the grates. And I like the Foo Fighters are the biggest rock band in the world right now, which is weird because they've been around for 20 plus it's years. It's crazy. And like Matt Yaffe, he's he's pretty young. He's 23. He's a Yale dropout that decided to pursue music. And you are my hero. Matt, I hate college. Seriously, you are a star. You are brilliant. Um, I wish nothing but success for you. You deserve so much exposure for this album. I'm so glad you did a re-release because you did it like without a label behind you. Ooh, that's you, tough. He did it independently. Um, he did like this series of like uh, Instagram lives where he'd perform a song from the album every day for like the 12 days I think leading up to the re-release. He's very like fan oriented. The album's really good. You guys should check it out. It's on Spotify, California's Burning by Matt Yaffe. Check it out. And I also want to just mention this because we talked about it last week, uh, Brockhampton's Iridescence album. Uh, They're another group, artist, whatever you want to say, like Matt Yaffe, who went from independent to signing to RCA and huge major label. And it paid off hugely for them because they now have the number one album on the Billboard 200. 
And I think it was Pitchfork. Brockhampton has an interesting uh, relationship with Pitchfork. And this is the first time they've ever actually called them a boy band, which is a huge accomplishment for Brockhampton because I'm, they are a boy band. I'm really glad that they're like number one on the charts. I still don't know if I like love it. Like I, yeah. I, I thought maybe by this week I would really love it, but I'm still pretty indifferent towards the album. But more power to them because they are like a very non-traditional boy band. Oh, yeah. And they're killing it. Go you, Brockhampton. And I just want to say that their album moved 101,000 equivalent units with 79,000 in traditional album sales. 79,000 traditional album sales. Does that mean like... Physical copies? Not necessarily physical. They can be digital copies of the album. Oh, but, but like the entire album, album sales, not just streaming, which is insane. That but is insane. It was heavily, heavily supported by merchandise and album bundles. So let's just talk about how they released so much merch leading up to it, and it came up to like 70,000 album sales chase just like showed up in the office before the album was even released like with an iridescent shirt on and, and i, I ordered like, i did order <laughs> another hoodie too because like they sell their stuff for very reasonable prices and it comes with like an album digital download so they've really cracked the code on how to get like traditional album sales chase is here like buying shirts and stuff but i tried to buy a cookbook holder and a smart notebook this morning and he lectured me like he was my mom Okay, but this stuff is, this is, I can wear this. I oh, can use the cookbook okay, holder whatever. for my Cravings by Chrissy Teigen You're right, cookbook. but I did it anyway, so yeah. who's going to stop me? Not me. I don't okay. care what you do with your, with okay. your money. I just wanted to say, like, there's a huge I love rich people. I mean, I wish I was one, but yeah, maybe one 4K day. 4K TVs, iridescence merch. It was Red yeah. Bulls. I'm not complaining. Chase has made it a habit to bring me Red Bulls when he comes into the office. So Only occasionally. It's being added into the friendship contract. Uh, I'm hoping that I get some return on my investment. Well, I'm buying you lunch after this. Oh, cool. I already told I him that. that. He's pretending he's surprised. I, no, I did forget about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're going to move on <laughs> to what's trending. So yesterday was International Podcast Day. I just wanted to mention this because it's only episode four, but I really want to take a minute to thank every single one of you who have been seriously listening to this podcast every week. Chantel literally live tweeted with the podcast yeah. beginning to end last week. Good. Um, and and I love getting on Twitter, even on my personal Twitter, and seeing your guys' support. Um, people that had just followed Chase before, like, follow my personal Twitter, and, like, we interact now. Um, and it's really awesome getting to not only meet new people, but, like, it's because you guys listen to this thing that, honestly, I didn't know was going to work out, but now I'm really proud of. Yeah, I thought this was going to be, like, a huge dumpster fire for the for a <laughs> long time. And, like, it, I've wanted to do a podcast for a while, and mm -hmm. I know Logan has, too. And I think this has just worked out perfectly. And I just want to give a huge, huge, huge shout-out to Twitter because I have only met, like, some of these people mm -hmm. in person once. Yeah. Or less than that, like— Poncho P does our original uh, theme music. I've never met him, but I'm 
I, I think it's safe to say we are each other's biggest supporters. It's seriously like we we started this podcast with no idea what we were doing. We were literally yeah. walking to Starbucks and I was like, Chase, I really want to do this podcast. And he was like, all right, I'm in. And like, I've wanted to do this. And I'm like, it was just a no brainer. And like. I didn't Chase and I did not know each other before he started working at the Arbiter like we had never crossed paths before and like we just ended up being very similar people and this podcast ended up being like the best like outlet for us to like talk about entertainment the things that we like actually care about and it's really awesome yeah and I know Twitter gets a lot of shit or mm-hmm. social media in general gets a lot of shit but they're really connecting our content to you guys and just seeing that you guys reciprocate it is incredible to us and we hope you guys keep sharing it keep listening and all that corny stuff because we really appreciate it exactly we do and what i've also been noticing i have the soundcloud pulse app on my phone so i get to see all of our stats um a lot of you guys have not only been listening every single week but you've been re-listening and re-streaming yeah. the podcast week after week, which is awesome. And it means that you like it. And we honestly also want to take your suggestions. This isn't like we're just like taking over. If you guys have something that you think we could be doing better, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. I'm literally always checking it. Chantel, you tweeted on the offstage uh, Twitter. What should we talk about? Chantel, you said Kanye. I immediately said no. And then we ended up doing it anyway. Come on. It's like (laughs) we have to, which is sad. But yeah, so we're going to listen to you guys. We're going to accept suggestions. If you guys want us to do more polls, you want us to talk about certain things, we won't hesitate. Like we will acknowledge it. And if it's not something that fits with what we're talking about, we'll find a way to fit it in. And we really love that you guys are paying attention and that you're listening. And that's why I wanted to chat about International Podcast Day for a second, because it is trending and we do care about what you guys think. And we're so glad that you guys have made it possible for us to be able to celebrate International Podcast Day. I feel included. Like we're a part of something. We're part of something. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Finally. For the first time in my life, I'm not alone. Um, So... We're going to move on from that, and we still love you. Um, So Night of the Living Dead premiered 50 years ago today, which Chase can talk about because I've actually never seen that movie. I haven't seen it in a long time. I just know, you know, it's Halloween. It's horror movie season. So there's a lot of movies that everyone's going to be like, oh, let's watch this. There's going to be a lot of marathons where you guys watch all these scary movies. And Night of the Living Dead, which premiered 50 years ago today, October 1st, whatever 50 years ago was. I don't do math. <laughs> um, but yeah, that really, without Night that of the That would be living, 1968, yeah, just whatever. so that we're clear. <laughs> I don't know. I'm an English major, not a math major. Uh, but yeah, 50 years ago, that really set the tone for a lot of horror movies. I mean, sure, there were some before that. But Night of the Living Dead was really in its own little box. And now it's evolved the horror movie genre into a national and international phenomenon that is never going to die because people just love scaring themselves for weird reasons. And I'm not going to go into that. But yeah, because Chase is still traumatized. Yeah. Shout out Night of the Living Dead for 
everything you've done for the entertainment industry. Exactly. And like speaking of things that like have done a lot for the entertainment industry, I want to talk about one of the most relatable things that happened this past week. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And that's why I relate to it so much because you're an embarrassing person because I am an embarrassment to my parents, to Chase and to myself. Um, So a a singer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a sing- oh my god a singer fell off the stage in the middle of the X Factor competition um, and Louis Tomlinson who used to be in One Direction is one of the judges this season <laughs> and he like is a really caring person but this person fell off the stage and he started like cackling like he was like laughing but also trying to help they them. They weren't hurt at all right? <laughs> no I think they were fine. Okay. Um, you have to laugh at him. I'll link you guys to the video to this too. Um, it's it's funny. It's like it's <laughs> it sucks because they're like in the middle of like this giant competition where they're supposed to be like fighting to win, and then they just like trip and Man, like. Imagine if he would have fallen off in One Direction, never came to be, and then oh there wouldn't God. be. Yeah. Wow. And like, imagine falling off the stage and then watching all of your dreams fall with you. <laughs> One Direction never would have been, and then. He wouldn't have been a judge on here, so we're glad that these pe- this person fell off and not him or one of the other members. Yeah, thank God. One Direction, yeah. I miss you. That was me blowing a kiss to One Direction and their past dreams. I saw both Harry Styles and Niall Horan this summer, and That's I'm waiting on the fantastic. I'm waiting on the other two members the to reunion. tour. No, no, no. I want oh, to them see to them tour. all individually. I want to see them all individually because I never got to see One Direction when they were a group. That's sad. And so now, like, my dream is to see every single one of the members on their tour. So I flew actually all the way to Seattle to go see uh, Harry Styles on his tour because that was the closest place he was coming. Okay, going to Seattle for Harry Styles. Styles, but not George Ezra. It makes perfect sense. It actually does, I think. Harry Styles like, is I am huge. a much bigger Harry Styles fan than I am a George Ezra fan. But yeah, honestly, like, what do you what are your final thoughts? Um Kanye, get your shit together. It's yay now. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Either I don't know what's going on. You're in the sunken place. You need to I don't know. In conclusion, Lil Wayne, I'm proud of you. Thank you for releasing this piece of art. Um, Also, thank you, Kendrick Lamar, for hopping on that and giving us one of the craziest songs of the year. Shout Um, out to them. Brandless, thank you for saving my bank account this month. Chrissy Teigen, thank you for making me a master chef. Matt. To all our listeners. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to Matt Yaffe for giving our listeners something new to listen to this week with that California's Burning re-release. And thank you, X Factor contestant, for falling off the stage so that we can laugh at your expense. And Donald Glover, I hope you're doing okay. But I hate you right now. And uh, Vince Staples. I love you. I will always love you. You I'll be listening to you for the rest of the day. You deserve the world. Those were our final thoughts with Tommy Lauren. <laughs> that's what her show is called. Oh, I, see, that's how much I don't pay attention to terrible, awful people like her. I'm so, so glad that I have Chase on this entertainment show and he knows nothing about entertainment. That's not entertainment. That's just disgusting. It's entertaining to watch anyway, because guys, it's so painful. This is Offstage. I'm Logan. I'm Chase. And have this is, a great week. This is Offstage signing off. Thank you.